Hello, I'm McAllister, and welcome to From Quarks to Cosmos, where I will examine the relationship between religion, faith, and belief in the natural world. From as small as a quark to as large as the cosmos and everything in between, let's explore the human understanding of faith and its relationship to everything green and growing. Hello and welcome back to From Quarks to Cosmos. Today I'm really excited to be looking at Judaism and the relationship between Yahweh or God um, and their people through the lens of nature and how God has sort of shaped and moved and changed nature in a way to communicate with their people and what that means when looking at a a foundational identity of where did this god Yahweh come from like foundation religion so I'm really excited to be jumping into this because I've always uh, loved Um, understanding where these religions come from so I'm excited to look at this and I'm excited to see um, how you know looking at how God uses nature as a punishment and a reward Um, sort of like think the flood as a punishment and like mana from heaven as a reward (laughs) i guess and and how you know nature is to communicate and all those things so i'm really excited um i would just want to preface that i am not jewish and so if i say something that like isn't in line with your belief please give me a little bit of a pass. This is an exploration. This is not me saying this is how you should believe um, or any of these things. I'm not talking about theology. I'm just exploring this because I love this stuff. So let's get into it, shall we? I've really been interested in this topic ever since in my class, there was some discussion about Yahweh being a storm god. Um, Perhaps inspired even by surrounding gods such as Baal. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit about Baal as a god and if you know anything about Yahweh, the Hebrew Bible god, um, then you may be able to hear some comparisons between the two. I personally believe that um, sort of their actions wise you can see how Yahweh might have been a storm god. So Baal was only one god within the Canaanite Mesopotamian pantheon um, and was the son of Ale, who was the head god. Sort of think Zeus, if you know Greek mythology any better. Um, Ale just on a side note is the general word for deity in semitic languages um in which um hebrew is so you can see a little comparison there you can see it show up um in the bible if you're interested in looking for that 
Um, but we're not talking about ale. We're talking about Baal. So Baal was a storm god, um, a rain, thunder, and most importantly, fertility. Um, and similar to, if you know the story of Persephone, Baal gets summoned to the underworld and gets tricked um, and so now has to return to the underworld on a yearly basis. And that is the explanation of drought in their land, which is in a desert, you know, there is a season of infertility. Um, so, you know, Baal is representative of, you know, green growing times and life. But also, as the storm god, is the cause of flood and, you know, thunder and lightning and all these wrathful things that are honestly quite scary. And you can see this with Yahweh as well. You kind of hear of this wrathful God that interacts with people and sends floods and wipes out the entire world. Um, But also, you know, communicates through nature and blesses with nature, gives people quite literally mana from heaven. If that is not providing um, in the desert, I don't know what is. Um, So... You can definitely see that parallel between Yahweh and Baal, not in their stories, but in their actions and sort of what they represent as a providing force for the people. But why would Yahweh being a storm god be so important? Well, besides wanting to know the origins of this deity, it is interesting to see how a people's worldview shapes what they think is most important, um, as, as well as comparing it to other regional gods um, can create more insight to see where the origins are. Another thing that I find interesting is that through my research, I've found that Throughout the Bible, Yahweh is representative, represented in with storm-like qualities, such as rain um, and clouds, such as seen with like the Sinai story of going up in the mountains, such as seen with Sinai. Um, let me read to you Exodus nineteen sixteen. Um, This is when they reach the encampment at the base of Mount Sinai um, and Moses is about to be called up to speak with God. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning as well as a thick cloud on the mountain and a blast of a trumpet so loud that all the people who were in camp trembled. Um, now, this is the New Revised Standard Version, but in some translations, the trumpet is translated to thunder, thunder peal, etc. I just want to let you know there is a couple different interpretations of that word. Um, 
but it is clearly an imagery of a violent thunderstorm. Um, this has also been depicted throughout other um, occasions throughout the Bible, um, depicted as earthquakes, wind, fire, all associated with the coming of God or communication from God. Now, Baal has been recognized in the Hebrew Bible as a god. The people during this time were worshiping um, and was mentioned as a as a conflicting faith um, to early Judaism. And that's what I find so interesting about the Baal-Yahweh comparison um, is the similarities, really, between storm gods. And I like the idea of a faith um, sort of developing. I've, I've always enjoyed the the foundational years of a faith and it's i find it very interesting to see um influence uh, of other gods and the idea of yahweh being a storm god i find very interesting so i'm glad that you could join me here today to sort of talk about this and sort of explore it ever so slightly dip our little toes in there and i hope that everyone decides to do a little bit more outside research on this i think it's very interesting i hope you do as well um and have a great rest of your day i'm so glad you could stop in for a listen